good health is a crown worn by the healthy that only the ill can see. Your health really is your wealth. Join us for the next hour as we explore disease and attaining and maintaining good health. This is Dischem Medical Monday, brought to you by Dischem, pharmacists who care. And good morning to you. My name is Kathy Kayla. I will be your host for the next hour. And thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful, beautiful Monday morning. So, uh, you know, if you read magazine articles, if you read articles about health on the Internet, one week you hear that this thing is great for you, eat as many strawberries as possible, and the next week you'll hear how they cause cancer and they're terrible for you. And so I thought I'd call in the experts and go through the vitamin alphabet, all the ABCs of vitamins, which I think is very useful, you know. If we're eating stuff, then let's know what we're eating and just be a little bit more conscious about how we're mixing foods and it all builds our knowledge. So I'd like to welcome Tanya Rus. She's a pharmacist with Dischem. She's uh, coming in to speak about the vitamin ABCs. And if you want to get in touch, then this is how you do it. 34519, that's the SMS line. Those SMSs are charged at one rand fifty. And uh, you can also send us a telegram. Can you believe we're back to using telegrams? On zero six one eight nine five one zero one nine. Good morning, Tanya, and welcome. Good morning. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure, Tanya. The vitamin ABCs. It can get very, very confusing, especially when you get to the Bs. Yes. Because the Bs also have numbers next to them. So I just thought, you know what? This is a very good foundation, right? Let's know what vitamins come from where. And uh, if we can start. Okay. So uh, firstly, how are vitamins classified? Okay. So vitamins are basically classified in fat-soluble and non-fat-soluble or water-soluble vitamins. And the main difference between the two is that uh, fat-soluble vitamins are stored in the body, but the water-soluble vitamins are only transported in the blood. And therefore, we need to take that in from... Um, from food where um, many of the fat-soluble vitamins we can actually produce naturally in the body. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, I didn't, I didn't actually know that. Mm. All right, that's good to know. All right, so we've got fat-soluble and water-soluble. Do, do both kinds of vitamins need to be replenished? If I, you know, does our body always make enough fat-soluble um, vitamins? Um, no, in certain circumstances like with vitamin D, um, your body makes it so vitamin D is basically the sunshine vitamin and even though we stay in sunny South Africa, we don't spend enough time outside. So if you, if you don't spend enough si- time outside or use a lot of, um, um, Sunscreen, sunscreen, which you should be using. Yes, which you should be using, and then your body will lack some vitamin D, and then we need to take supplements. So most of our vitamins, um, we do need to subsidize with with um, tablets or capsules as well. Okay, so let's go through the alphabet. Let's okay. start at the very beginning, apparently, okay. because apparently that's a good place <laughs> to start. That's it. Um, let's start with vitamin A. What is vitamin A? So vitamin A is basically a vitamin that helps with the development and growth of skin cells. It helps to boost the immune system and it has a positive effect on eyesight as well. Um, it's mainly, um, you get it from, um, vegetables. So your, um, green leaf vegetables like spinach or carrots and then also in sweet potato. That's where you oh. get that mainly from. And it, it, 
it basically um, is an antioxidant as well um, to help with eyesight and to get rid of the free radicals in the body. Okay. So you mentioned two terms there that I'm going to ask you to define. Yes, sure. One, antioxidant, okay. and two is free radicals. I thought that being free and radical was a good thing <laughs> at this time. Um, so antioxidant is basically your your body breaks down oxygen into um, atoms and free free radicals, and they they always want to combine. So uh, uh, antioxidant prevents the the free radical that's not combined to an atom, it prevents that from binding. Is that a good thing? That's a good thing because the free radicals can actually damage the skin cells. Well, there's so those radicals again, Craig. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah, and radicalism is not good. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. So you do want antioxidants yes. and you don't want free radicals. Correct. Are there certain things that cause free radicals? Well, um, yeah, it, it's a natural process in the body, but smoking um, can definitely increase free radicals, and then certain diseases and certain medication can also increase it, and therefore decreasing the vitamins, and then you also need to, to supplement. That's interesting. What what medications would, would increase the free radicals and decrease your body's um, ability to, to, uh, to use and... and uh, Make vitamins. Well, it's especially your chemotherapy medicine um, that plays a, the bigger role in it. So, oh, well, especially with your chemotherapy, but it is very important before taking any um, supplements to discuss it with your doctor or oncologist first. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Okay, so that's just vitamin A. That's vitamin A. All right. Um, can you overdose on vitamin A? You can overdose on vitamin A. Um, and but it, it's very rare that you will, and the main side effects will be nausea and vomiting, dry mouth, um, and because it's it's free, it's moving within the body. Um, your your body will work it out, so you can have an acute um, overdose. You know where it's too high in the body, but within hours it will be reduced. Okay, let's look at vitamin at the vitamin B group. Oh, I would good. call it the group. Yes, because. Uh, We've got a whole lot of numbers there. Okay, so what is vitamin B1? So vitamin B1, the, the, the name is thiamine. Yeah. Um, and basically vitamin B1 helps to, um, to rejuvenate new skin cells. Um, so it helps with muscle strength. It helps with brain strength, um, healthy skin, healthy hair, and definitely with nerve function as well. Oh, that's interesting. So it, that's quite. Uh, where do we get it from? Um, that's Naturally. mainly from no. That's no, um, that's from supplements normally, or then from your food, of course. So again, green leaf vegetables um, and spinach, yeah, like spinach and carrots. Those are the high ones in B1. That's so interesting. Mm. Because uh, if you mentioned carrots, mm. I can remember growing up, we had to eat carrots because they were good for our eyes. eyes. <laughs> Turns out that it, they weren't as good for our eyes as they are for our generating new skin in our brains. Yes, and muscle strength. And muscle strength. Yes. Okay. Um, can we overdose on B1? Uh, no, very rarely. Oh, the, right. the whole B range is very, very rarely that you can overdose on it. Is, are, 
um, the B group mass, um, vitamins, uh-huh. are those water soluble or are those fat soluble? They're water soluble. So water-soluble. all the water soluble. So our vitamins. body doesn't produce them and we are solely responsible for getting them from outside sources like our food. That's correct. And, and I forgot to ask you this with vitamin A. Uh-huh. With vitamin A, is that water soluble or is that? That's a fat soluble one. Fat so soluble. it is stored in the body. So it's stored in the body. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, so A, D, and... That's why you can overdose on it, because it's stored in the body. Yeah, so A, D, and K. Okay. Is the the, the fat-soluble ones. All right. All right, so vitamin B2, where do we get that from, and what does it do for us? So that we get mainly from um, eggs, yogurt, cheese, um, meat, again, the, the green leaf vegetables, and that is the one that I think we all want or need um, because that is the one that helps um, our, our bodies to convert food into energy. So what happens if somebody, for example, is a vegan? Where do they get this vitamin B2 from? They can get it from... Because um, they're obviously not having eggs and yogurt and meat and cheese and, yeah. and protein. They do make um, the almond milk, uh, fortify that with vitamin B. Um, and then also um, they can get it from grains. And fortified cereals as well. Oh, okay. So mm. we can. So we, as non-vegans, we can also get it from grains and, and cereals. Correct. Yeah. 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 Okay. Can we overdose on that? No. Oh, because it's water soluble, and then your body would just process it, and it would just go out in the body's. That's correct. Yeah, it will just be excreted through the kidneys and urinate. Okay. What's our next number? Our next number is number three. B three. B three. Vitamin B three. That is nicotinamide, and um, very similar to the B2 vitamin, where it also helps to convert food into energy, and it also helps with healthy skin, um, rejuvenating of new blood cells, and with the nervous system. Okay. Nervous system. Right, I'm just making notes no, because fine. then I've got my whole alphabet in front of me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have a reference for it. Okay, so where do we get that from? Um, poultry, um, fish, again from fortified um, whole grains. Mushrooms are very high in oh. E3, yes. Potatoes and um, peanuts and or peanut butter especially. Okay, well, I suppose if it's coming from peanuts, then peanut butter would have it, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's B3. So we've spoken about vitamin A, B1, B2, and B3. If you've got any questions, you're welcome to send them through. And that number is 34519 if you're going to text us on, send us an SMS. Otherwise, you can send us a telegram on 061-895-1019. I'm Kathy Kaler. My guest is Tanya Ruiz. She's a pharmacist at Diskem. We're talking about the vitamin ABCs. This is a, just, it's very important that we kind of regroup. This is the information. This is the latest information that's out there about vitamins. Because uh, without that, you know, then we can run into all sorts of problems. Um, are there any other numbers that we should know about? Well, there's also vitamin B6. Um, vitamin B6 um, helps with heart, heart function yes. by also rejuvenating new, new cells and keeping the arteries healthy. So a very important one. Um, again, so you said that's B6? Uh, that's B6, correct. B6. Yeah. It's okay. also called pyridoxine. Okay, so that rejuvenates uh, the cells. Correct, yeah. And the Imagine that would be very important for somebody who, because as we get older, our blood, our blood vessels, the walls can get a lot thinner. So imagine correct. that that would be very important for 
um, you know, these B6. Yeah, especially in your in your geriatric patients or any patient that have already have cardiac, um, any cardiovascular issues, the B6 vitamin can play a big role there. Absolutely fascinating. Yeah. And then one of my favorite fruits, um, the watermelon. Really? It's very high in vitamin B6, yes. As well as potatoes. Um, and then bananas is the other fruit that bananas and watermelon. I'm just thinking of recipes. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do with watermelon, potatoes, and bananas? bananas. I, can, I can understand the, you know, you can make a smoothie with the, with the watermelons and the sure. bananas. Okay, so that's B6, and again, because it's water-soluble, you can't overdose on it. Correct. Your your body would just expel it. That's correct, yes. Okay. All right, what number do we have of the Bs after B6? Then we have B12. B12. Yes. What happened to the others? What happened to 7, 8, 9, 10, and 11? <laughs> Were they just <laughs> discriminated against? Like, we, meh, we, we, we don't keeping, need to. keeping space for the ones we're still going to discover. <laughs> all right. Okay, so that's B12. Because mm. these are all vitamin Bs, and vitamin Bs are B-complex, mm. right? Yeah. It's a complex vitamin. So, all right. So what is a B12? So B12 is called cobalamin, cobalamin, and um, that lowers the homeocysteine in the body. So, again, working on the heart. Okay, Um, what's homeocysteine? um, It's a hormone um, that assists the heart um, in in the heart function. Okay, so it lowers that? Um, No, it actually increases it. It increases that. So it, it protects the nerve cells. And it helps with better cardiovascular um, health. Okay. Sure. And that's just the Bs. That's Have we got any numbers after B12? No. After B12? We then we go to the Cs. B. Yes, then we go to C. Okay. So vitamin C. I think we all know from our schooling that we were told that sailors got scurvy because they didn't eat oranges. And they, they didn't get vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Are oranges the, the primary source of vitamin C? So it's mainly your citrus fruit, yes. Um, but it seemed then the latest study showed that the citrus fruit doesn't actually have enough vitamin C. And that's one of the ones that we definitely do need to supplement, especially in winter time. Why? Um, it, it's one of the best um, vitamins to boost the immune system. Oh, interesting. So um, normally you can use a daily dose to um, support the immune system of about 500 milligram. Yeah. And that can go up to 2,000 milligram when you're acutely ill, so when you have flu or... So you can't really overdose on vitamin C. No. I mean, the most you'd get was a, would be a, some, you know, perhaps a, a runny tummy. Correct. Um, yeah, people with um, stomach ulcers do need to be cautious of taking it and make sure that they have their vitamin C after a meal um, because vitamin C, the, the technical name is ascorbic acid, so um, it does increase the acidity in the stomach. So people battling with stomach ulcers might need to take lower doses of it. What about somebody who, what about people who perhaps have reflux? Would, yeah. would, would, would taking vitamin C, you know, taking a vitamin C supplement 
aggravate that? It, it could. Not in all patients, um, but it could. But if they use protein pump in- inhibitors, that's medication that actually lowers the production of acid in the stomach. Yes. That's normally sufficient to... to um, not have side effects if you take vitamin C. It's so, it's so interesting that you say that because uh, from what I know, I was iron deficient for many, many, many years. Mm-hmm. Um, but seriously, iron deficient. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was in hospital a few times oh, with goodness. it. Um, one thing that the doctors told me is you have to go off caffeine. Uh-huh. I said, why caffeine? They said, because it inhibits your body's ability to process vitamin C. And without vitamin C, you can't, um, your body can't absorb the iron. Correct. So protein pump inhibitors, Mm -hmm. which prevent, they actually, um, protein pump inhibitors actually, one of the side effects is a, is iron deficiency, iron deficiency. So it's kind of, well, you've got to choose your poison. Okay, so to speak, <laughs> yeah. right? Either you're going to take the vitamin C supplements, from what I'm hearing, yeah. or you're going to take the, po- you know, your your Nexium or whatever your protein pump inhibitors are. So you're really Very interesting, and that's something that a lot of people don't tell you. Yes, is that if you're on Nexium, if you're on any protein pump inhibitors, which which is a medication that you're given for reflux, that you've got to take iron supplements. Correct, yes. And then that's now the catch-22 there because um, you you normally, when I dispense an iron supplement, I will also recommend a vitamin C together with it for the absorption. But then pending um, how bad the reflux is, um, if the patient can tolerate a vitamin C. But, yes, very important to take the iron with the... Um, protein pump inhibitors. Okay, amazing. So I just got a notification, mm. right? We want you to participate in this conversation. Yeah. I want to know from you, what do you know about vitamins? What What are the most important, profound things that you know about vitamins? A fact that is perhaps a little known fact, and we are going to fact check it, um, but it's going to be worth your while because Discam are giving away two Vouchers to the value of 500 rand. Well, that's worth it, huh? Yeah. All right, so this is how you get in touch. 34519, that's the text line. You can also, uh, that's the SMS line. Those SMSs are charged at 1 rand 50. Or you can send a telegram on 061 um, Just also a reminder that HiFM does not support WhatsApp anymore. As of the 1st of August, we did not. So if you haven't migrated to Telegram, then you need to SMS us on 34519. It could be really worth your while. What would you do with that 500 rand? Personally, I love walking up and down those aisles at Discam. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Trolleys. <laughs> Trolleys. <laughs> you know, going to get one thing. And, uh, yeah, that's that's how the problems start, right? <laughs> Absolutely love. One of my favorite places to shop. So, um, all right. We're looking for little known, but they have to be true facts. We are going to fact check them. Um, and just before 11 o'clock, we will make the announcement. Okay, and you could actually win a 500 rand voucher to Discam. That's awesome. Thank you, Discam. We've got two of those to give away. So uh, 
get thinking now. We want those little known facts about specific vitamins. Why? Because we're talking about the vitamin alphabet. We've spoken about vitamin A. We've spoken about vitamin B. We're talking about vitamin C and the importance in our life of uh, vitamin C. Why, why do you think or is there any um, evidence as to why we cannot get enough vitamin C from citrus fruits? Well, um, I think it's mainly because of how we produce it these, ta- um, these days. It's, it's, um, almost, um, manufactured in bulk, if I can put it yeah. that way. So definitely that plays a role. And then the grade of the, the fruit. So A grade will obviously have more nutrients, but we do export, um, many of our, our oh, that's better fruit. Um, not to say that we don't have good fruit in South Africa, but sometimes we do. And then of course people, just don't, not all people eat fruit. We don't, just don't take enough fruit into our diet. Um, that also plays a role. Okay, very interesting. All right, have, have we, are we done with vitamin C? You can't overdose on it? No. If you, you should take, um, between five and, and 500, you should take around 500 milligrams a day. A day, yeah. Normal circumstances, but you should up that if you're feeling fluy to 2,000 milligrams. Yeah. 1,000 to 2,000 milligrams. Would that dose be the same for children? No, it's slightly lower in children, so it's about half in children. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can remember as a kid, there used to be these vitamins. It was vitamin C, and I loved them. They were – it came in, in this container that looked like an orange. Mm. And the and – the, and it, yeah, it was like a round orange ball, and the top was this green oh. turn-off top, and they were absolutely delicious. Nice. And that's why I don't need vitamin C today. I don't know. I do need vitamin C. Anyhow, um, let's talk about vitamin D. Vitamin D is one of the most important um, vitamins. I remember doing a whole hour just on vitamin mm. D and all the different things that it does for us in our bodies. Um, okay, so let's talk about vitamin D. It comes from the sun, right? Correct. Yes, it is. It's the sunshine vitamin. It's the sunshine vitamin. Absolutely. Is it oil-based or is it water-based? Um, it is water, uh, oil-based, sorry. Okay, so our body, store, our body stores it. Correct, and we can also um, produce it naturally. And we can produce yes. it. Okay. Um, what does it do for our bodies? So the, the main thing that calciferol or vitamin D does, it helps with the absorption of calcium in the first place. And then secondly, by absorbing the calcium, it also uh, maintains good phosphorus levels. So it maintains the pH balance of the blood in the body. So with the, with the absorption of calcium, it helps to assist in strong bones or to prevent osteoporosis or at least prevent it from getting worse. And then the phosphorus um, part, um, it normalizes the pH, and that also helps that we don't damage our arteries or veins. What should the body's pH be? So we have a, a normal pH of about 7. So it's neutral. So, so it it's a neutral, neutral pH, yes. And, um, yeah, so that's that's the main benefits of calciferol. Yeah, we can really talk a whole day about calciferol, but um, that's the, the two main components of why we need calciferol and why we sometimes need to supplement it yeah. as well. I have to tell you something, that one of the best things that I ever did for my health was um, I went on to... The Diskim, Diskim have got a very nice range of alkaline powders. Mm. And you drink the alkaline powders once every, once a day, every morning. And all of a sudden, I came off Nexium. 
I started feeling better. My skin started looking better. I had more energy just because it brings your pH into a normal level. And it's, it's actually been, uh, it's been life changing as, as, and it's so, um, it's, no, it's so non-invasive. Absolutely, yes. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. always side effects with, with medications, but there was just no side effects with yeah. it. It was, it was amazing. So it's a Dischem alkaline powder. If you haven't tried it, try it. A lot of people are on alkaline powders, mm. and it's a good thing. All right, so um, you're talking about vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps with calcium absorption. Are there any contraindications or any warnings for um, patients who, who are susceptible to um, uh, kidney stones. Because I know that people who have kidney stones shouldn't have calcium in any form. Yeah, I so think that they, they have to have special diets and things like that. Correct. Yeah, so the vitamin D is, is not contraindicated. We would rather then just lower the dose of calcium um, for pe- people with um, kidney stones. And so lower the dose of calcium, but still use the vitamin D that absorb um, calcium in the body. Okay. Mm. Um, one of the facts coming through says put jaundiced babies in indirect sunlight as vitamin D helps break down the bilirubin. And that's from Tracy. Thanks, Trace. That's amazing. That's true, actually. Mm. Yes, it is. That is a true. So fact. if your baby's born, you know, your, your, uh, what, the neonates. Yeah. No, your, your newborn mm. is, if they've got Billy Ruben, instead of going under the lights, put them you, know, in the you sunlight. can put them in, in the sunlight, in yes. indirect sunlight. You don't want them to be sunburned, God yes. forbid. But, uh, just a few, you know, like 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes every morning. Yes. Correct. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And it, so the body then absorbed the UVB rays. Yes. And the kidney and the liver then helps, um, well, change it in the body um, to produce a higher level of vitamin D that will break break down the bilirubin. All right, so that's that's a very very nice fact. That is okay. So if you've got facts about discam and you want to share them, uh, no, not facts about discam, facts, <laughs> facts about vitamins, and you would like to share them, it could be worth your while. It could be little known facts about vitamins. Right, something that you've heard, quickly go and check it, check it out. If it turns out to be true, send it through to us. It could be worth your while. We have two vouchers to the value of 500 rand each to give away from Diskem. Thank you so much, Diskem. So, uh, yeah, let us know. We are going to fact check on this side as well, so don't just make up any nonsense, please. <laughs> and Okay, hi Tanya and Kathy. Don't forget about the fat-soluble vitamins must be taken with a fat, a fatty or oily meal for, for optimum absorption. Why is that? Thank you so much. Thank you, Ansand. Um, yeah, that's absolutely right. Um, because it's fat-soluble, if you take it with a fatty meal, or um, it actually just helps with the absorption. So the body just absorbs it better because of the natural um, fat that you're taking in. So absolutely correct. Um, it also doesn't in matter if it's in the morning or at night. So with your, it's normally best to take them with your main meal because that's normally when you're taking more of the fatty food. Okay. Um you mentioned earlier that today we do need to supplement vitamin D because, of course, going into the sun, especially, you know, as a, as a standard, every morning, especially here living in southern Africa, you 
put on sunblock or you're using a moisturizer that has a sunblock. It's important to have those sunblocks. Absolutely. In order to avoid skin cancer and all sorts of things. Um, how much, firstly, I, w- I want to talk about supplements, mm-hmm. but before that, how much time should we spend in the sun if we are doing it without sunblock? Yeah, um, so in that, order to get the vitamin D naturally. Absolutely. So that depends on the lightness of the skin. So we have something called melamin in, in the skin. So the darker the skin, the more melamin you, you have in the skin. So fair skinned people should spend 10 to 15 minutes in the sun two to three times a week. And that is sufficient. That's without sunblock. Um, so definitely not tanning or burning the skin, just 10 to 15 minutes. And then your darker skin people can spend anything between 20 to 60 minutes, two to three times a week, depending on the darkness of the skin. Okay. All right. Um, if we're taking a vitamin D supplement and it's oil-based, how do we take it? Um, yeah, so once a day. Well, is it a capsule? It's it's a tablet, um, and there's two ways. Basically, um, there's a fifty thousand um, international unit tablet. It's called Calciferol, and you take that once a week um, with with a fatty meal, or you can supplement daily with anything between a hundred to five thousand um, international units, which is also in a tablet form. So international unit, I see the frown. Um, no, no, it's just <laughs> that's my what? What is this what new? Is what is this new term? So it's it's um, a form of it. It's similar to a milligram or gram. It's just the form in which a strength of medication is is um, measured. Okay, so um, thank you so much. My guest is. Tanya Roos, and Tanya, is a, she's a pharmacist at Diskem. We're talking about vitamins. We have two vouchers to the value of 500 rand to give away. We'd love to give them to you, but you're going to have to put a little skin in the game, so to speak. And uh, what you have to do is you have to send us an unknown or not commonly known fact about vitamins. It does have to be a fact. Okay, and we are going to fact check them. So uh, thank you so much. David Zimmerman says vitamins help in weight loss. Thanks, Dave. Is that true? Yes, some of How? the vitamin does. Um, How? So and can we overdose on those? <laughs> <laughs> um, so interesting that vitamin D can actually assist in, in weight loss. Um, and it's basically... Um, because it's fat soluble and how the, the liver and the kidneys break, break down the vitamin, the, the UV rays or then the calciferol that we intake. So we're basically photosynthesizing. Is that what you're saying? Something like that. <laughs> but yes, it can aid in it. Um, so in, in your obese patients, they are also more likely to be vitamin D, um, deficient because the fat cells actually absorbs the calciferol and it doesn't get, um, go into the body or get stored in the body correctly. Oh, that's so, so interesting. Yeah, so um, in certain cases, it, it can actually help with weight loss. All right. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, Unsigned says, a high bilirubin. Of course, that's uh, if, you're, if your baby's jaundice. We're talking about vitamin D and, and jaundice babies earlier. Um, a high bilirubin. Um, untreated can cause brain damage. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. that. All right, we're going to Google that fact. Uh, Thank you so much. Rodney, hi, Rodney. He says, smokers and older persons have greater need for vitamin C 
and cigarettes destroy destroys twenty five milligrams. That is absolutely correct. Um, what each each cigarette? Well, smokers um, have have that amount less normally of vitamin C, and it's vitamin C is also an uh, antioxidant. Yeah. So if you smoke, you have much more free radicals in the body. So all the vitamin C is then absorbing the free radicals, and it can't be properly absorbed in the body. Gosh. Okay. Thank you so much, Gary Goldberg. Hello, morning, Gary. He says synthetic supplements. How does the body cope with breaking the synthetics down? And what's the absorption factor? You take a food-based supplement with no synthetic ingredients. That's a great question. Thank you so much. You understand the question? Yes. Do you want me to repeat it? I just repeat it for me, yes. Okay. So the question is, um, how does the body cope with breaking down the synthetic, the synthetic vitamins? Mm-hmm. And what's the absorption factor? Because if you take a food-based supplement with no synthetic ingredients, then... You don't, you don't have to worry about that. Well, I'm sure that... Okay, but, you know, we've all got time to eat, like, three and a half kilos of kale a day, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Um, just say, all right, I'm playing, but in seriousness, how does... It's a great question, thank you. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm sure that the absorption factor will differ from vitamin to vitamin, but ultimately the way the body breaks down um, the vitamins will be exactly the same from the fruit base or, or the mineral. You know, the body, the, the kidneys or the liver will still metabolize it and, and break it down to what we can store and use in the body. Um, but the absorption rate, that can definitely differ, and I'm not 100% sure per vitamin how that will differ. Okay, very good. Benjamin said, uh, let's go to Benjamin's message there. He says, uh, me, I know nothing about vitamins, so this program is especially useful and informative for me, although I'm very healthy considering my age. Thank you from Benjamin. Thanks, Benjamin. Thanks, Ben. All right, so maybe, Benjamin, you can uh, go on the Internet and go and find us an interesting vitamin fact, <laughs> right? Because we have these two vouchers, 500 rand each, courtesy of Diskim, because they're pharmacists who care. And they're also pharmacists who share, apparently. They like to uh, to give stuff away. So uh, we're talking about the vitamin ABCs. My guest is Tonya Roos. She's a pharmacist at Diskem. I'm Kathy Kayla. We've spoken about vitamin A, B, B1, B2, B3, B6, B12, and vitamin C. We're speaking about vitamin D. Um, are there any other areas of the body that, aside from uh, breaking down calcium, for our bodies to use for bones, that vitamin D is going to be a benefit? Well, just in, in the fact that it um, regulates the pH. So it will definitely, for that, um, have a benefit on cardiovascular health. Yeah. Yeah, that's the two main benefits. Okay. Can we move on? Yes. All right. Let's, uh, let's look at vitamin E. Vitamin E, we see these wonderful ads. You can look younger. You can... You know, get the new car, you can do all of these wonderful things with vitamin E. You should have it in orally, you should apply it to your skin, you should just slather it all over your body. What is vitamin E? So vitamin E, um, in short, is an antioxidant, um, a very powerful one. And that is why it definitely, because the antioxidants, um, prove, well, the free radicals can aid in aging um, and in damaging cells. So basically vitamin E um, boosts new um, cell um, new cells or the damage of, of, of the repair of damaged cells, sorry. 
and um, definitely slowing slowing down um, aging, um, preventing wrinkles, and um, it can also help with hyperpigmentation of the skin. And then because of the new cells that it builds, um, there's also studies showing that it could um, help with Alzheimer's disease. Just really? in re- rejuvenating of, of new cells in the brain. Yeah. That's incredible. So what are major sources of vitamin E? Um, vegetable oils, um, salad dressing, so um, the oil in there. Um, okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Let's just go back. Okay. Vegetable oils. Yeah. What vegetables? What, um, what kind of vegetable oils? Um, I've never heard of like carrot oil oh, or. No. Um, is it like a. Sunflower oil. Sunflower oil? Yes. Sunflower oil is the, the main. Is that like a main vegetable oil? Yes. That's a main vegetable oil. And then again, your green leaves, your whole nuts, like almonds, um, have, have high vitamin E naturally. How many almonds? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Okay. I like Not almonds, two. so <laughs> a handful. <laughs> or two. <laughs> or two. <laughs> okay, Alzheimer's, uh, sunflower oil, almonds, and you said, uh, what was the other thing that you Margarine. Said? will also have vitamin E because of the sunflower oil. You know, with a lot of these things, we've got to weigh up the one health benefit with with the other risks involved. Yeah. 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 No, that's true. What's that other oil called? It's not sunflower oil. It's um, something with a C, I think. Um, maybe you can help me out. What's that other oil? That, that also, it's also like a vegetable-based oil. Let me know, three, four, five, one, one, nine. Maybe, uh, linseed oil, is that considered like, is linseed oil considered a vegetable oil? I don't think linseed oil is. No? Uh, okay, so you, so you started off saying, um, sunflower, vegetable oils, and mm. then you said something else? Yeah, vegetable oils like sunflower, um, um, whole grain nuts, um, like okay. almonds. Yeah. And then um, margarines is also high in vitamin E. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Hazel. Hazel says canola. That's it, yes. So is canola also a vegetable oil, or yes. is it not considered a vegetable no, oil? that is. That will also be, yeah. What about oils that have got like a low um, a low burn point, like a, like a grapeseed oil? No, I'm, I'm wouldn't know sure. if it's vegetable. Yeah. No. Okay. Sorry. Craig, do you know? No. Craig just shakes his head saying, what the hell is she asking me now? <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Hazel. Thank you so much, David. Um, okay, Corrine, thank you so much. Corrine sent through a fact. Said, Do not drink tea within an hour of having eaten foods containing iron, as the tannin in tea interferes with the absorption of iron. Thank you so much. Yeah, apparently that's true for coffee as well, Corrine. And something else... Um, I think it's I think it's milk. Milk interferes with the absorption of iron. I don't know why, but it's it's something like that as well. Just saying. Just saying. But that could be just be a Kathy fact. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not impossible. Alright, so we've got these two vouchers, these two five hundred and vouchers to uh to give away. Courtesy of Discam pharmacists who care and pharmacists who share. And we're looking for vitamin facts. If you've got an unknown, or not commonly known, uh, vitamin fact, then why not share it with us? And this is how you do it. 34519, that's the text line. You can also send a WhatsApp, uh, not a WhatsApp, sorry, 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 a Telegram message on 061 
895 If you're listening to us any else, anywhere else in the world, you can also get in touch with us on Facebook, locally as well. And uh, the Chai FM Facebook page is 101.9 Chai FM. My name is Kathy Kayla. And uh, my guest is Tanya Ruiz. She is a Diskem pharmacist. And we will be right back. And this is Medical Monday brought to you with compliments of Diskem, pharmacists who care. All right. So uh, I'm Kathy Kayla. My guest is Tanya Ruiz. She is a pharmacist at Diskem. We're going through the vitamin alphabet. And it goes all the way to... Vitamin K. I don't think there's anything after vitamin K, right? That's okay. So, uh, thank you so much. I think it's Gil or Jill. Um, Gil says vitamin K2 directs calcium into the bones and away from the heart and blood vessels, so it's good for osteoporosis. Thank you so much. I didn't know that. That is a very interesting fact. Okay. No, it is. And then the other thing that vitamin K does is produce a hormone called protofrombin and that helps with um, creating platelets and help with clotting factor in the body so very important when you take um, warfarin not to use or take any vitamin K or reduce the intake of green leaf vegetables as well. Okay so after vitamin E are we finished with vitamin E? Yes we're finished. We're finished? Okay so you get it from fish you get it from all those fish, those oily fish. Oily fish, yeah, like salmon, uh, tuna. Salmon, tuna. Mm. Craig, do you find tuna to be oily? I find it a little bit dry. Hashtag just saying. Mackerel. <laughs> <laughs> Does, is trout considered a, an yes. oily fish? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, sunflower oil, you get it from, from almonds and uh, margarine, you said. Okay, that's vitamin right. E. And then that you would take, um, what are the omegas? Are the omegas got anything to do with vitamins, vitamin E? Um, yes, that's part of vitamin um, E and A is in the omega fatty oil. So if you take omega supplement, you will supplement your vitamin E. And your vitamin A. And your vitamin A, yes. Okay, both of which are oil soluble, so mm. should be taken with meals mm-hmm. so that your body can metabolize it. And there was something else. It also means that you can overdose on them. Correct. Because your body body stores it. Yes. Okay. Um, Okay, so let's look at vitamin K. What is vitamin K? Well, vitamin K is essentially... Because we don't have an F... uh, We've done E. (laughs) There's no vitamin F, G, H, I, J. Yeah. Okay. So vitamin, vitamin K essentially works on the proteins in the body. And it helps to activate certain proteins or to then change certain proteins to another one to do something specific in the body. So, for instance, it will activate a protein in the body to um, become protothrombin, and that will, again, make platelets to help with clotting factor. So um, that's essentially what it does. It, it binds with proteins in the body um, to increase the, the platelets, the clotting factor of the body, and then, as our listeners said, um, it helps with the absorption of calcium. And directs it away from the heart. That's correct, yeah. And into the bones. So definitely also beneficial for your um, 
Osteoporosis. So as long as you're not on warfarin, I mean, that shouldn't be a problem. Correct. Right. I know that with uh, with Jewish babies, mm-hmm. little baby boys, before they have their circumcision, their ritual, mm-hmm. it's called a, a bris. Yeah. Um, they will often give a, an injection a few days before of vitamin vitamin okay. K at birth. Yeah. That you know, sense. just so that on the eighth day when they have their circumcision that yeah, you've got this uh, this clotting factor. Okay. Very, very interesting. Okay, so uh, that's vitamin K. K1 and K2, are they the same? Um, yeah, I, I just looked it's at it. It's just K. all vitamin yes. K, yeah. and we all need all of it. That's great. Ah, sardines, says Maureen. Yeah, Sardines is also a fatty fish. That's great. Yes, it is. Maureen, what do you like to do with sardines, which is the, yeah. Um, I don't know. There's, there's just something with the, te- with the texture, yeah. right? Like, cause it's got the bones and it's got all of that in it. Yeah. I don't know. Do you take your bones out of your sardines before you put them on the toast? You know, and like the little fins and everything. Craig, do you eat sardines? Craig's shaking his head. Really? You don't eat sardines? Well, you need to get to Discam, Craig, and you need to go and get these, these supplements, vitamin E. <laughs> all right we need a little bit of time to go through all of your answers yes eat the bones <laughs> from M. okay um okay sardines yes eat the bones because it's calcium yeah but those little crunchy crunch <laughs> i just can't get past that <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna put on a song quickly so that we can go through all of your answers. Thank you very very much for uh, all of the answers coming through, and we want to find we want to give away those two five hundred rand vouchers to use at any disc game. Oh, you lucky lucky thing! If you get those, if you've sent through your facts, your little known facts about vitamins, then. It could be you. If you have a fact that you want to send through quickly, 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 then this is how you do it. 34519, that's the, uh, that's the SMS line, regular SMS, and those SMSs are charged at 1 Rand 50. Alternatively, if you have the Telegram app, you can communicate that way, and that number is 061-895-1019. Okay? My name's Kathy Kayla. My guest is Tanya Roost. And she is a pharmacist <laughs> at Discam because they are pharmacists to care and pharmacists to share. We'll be right back. This is Medical Monday brought to you with compliments of Discam, pharmacists to care. Certainly, pharmacists to care and pharmacists to share. My guest is, uh, is Tanya Ruiz. And uh, Tanya is a, she's a pharmacist at Discam. We are giving away two Five, two times, 500 rand vouchers. I hope that, uh, that you sent through your fact. Lots and lots and lots of facts coming through. And, uh, thank you very, very much. All right. So, um, just before we get to announcing the winners, Tanya, mm. um, Becky sent through a question. Becky wants to know, is mentat for concentration a vitamin? If so, which one is it? And can you take it on an ongoing basis? So uh, thank you so much, Becky. Becky, um, we d- oh, um, Tanya already knows, but I looked it up. So if you don't know what Mentat is, it's apparently a Himalaya herbal healthcare. Uh, these are tablets that enhance memory and learning capacity, which is amazing. And the natural ingredients in Mentats improve mental quotient, memory span, and concentration ability. 
available at the skin. Okay, so what what is it? Is it a vitamin? No, it's not a vitamin. It it's minerals. So it's different mineral leaves that they combine to to help with um, memory. Uh, well, I almost said memory loss to help with um, increased memory. Yes. But no, no vitamins in there. Okay, there you go. So I hope that that answers your question. So we've been through all of your messages, and thank you lots and lots and lots. Um, oh, another one coming in. Let's have a look here. Unsign says, hi, Kathy. I hope it's not too late. Just heard your talk now. Did you know that you can find more vitamin C in kiwi than in oranges? I've actually heard that about strawberries as well. I've heard that as well, yes. Um, strawberries, I know. I, I don't know about kiwis, but strawberries, um, they say it is higher. Our oranges need to orange. up their game. They're completely underperforming so. in this area. <laughs> 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 okay, so thank you so much, Unsigned. All right, so um, there are actually three that you absolutely loved, right? Yes. Um, Gil. Or Jill says, uh, all right, so we're going to, Craig, could we organize a drum roll, maybe? <laughs> Shame, poor guy. I just, keep, uh, I just keep tapping him on the shoulder the whole morning. So, um, all right, we're going to announce the, the winning messages, your winning facts, vitamin-related facts. So here we go. Number one. Gil or Jill? said the vitamin K2 directs calcium into the bones away from the heart and blood vessels and is good for osteoporosis. Well done. <laughs> All right, so that's number that's winner number one. Winner number two, let's have a look here. Uh, Lynette, I have to tell you something. Lynette De Silva, it was a very, very close call because uh, Lynette actually said carrot leaves are also rich in vitamin E. I didn't know that. Mm. Oh, certainly. But yes, it is. I don't know when last I said, you know what, let's hoi away the carrot and let's eat the leaves. <laughs> you know, my horses used to eat the carrot leaves, so, and they had pretty good skins. So I guess it's, uh, it's quite possible. Um, okay, unfortunately, it, you know, this was definitely a runner-up, uh, Lynette, Lynette De Silva, but thank you very, very much. Um, Rodney, Rodney says, vitamins save for a few exceptions, cannot be manufactured or synthesized by our bodies. So there's only two, uh, three that can, the A, D, and K. Yes. Is that right? Yes. A, D, and K, the oil-soluble or the fat-soluble vitamins are the ones that our bodies can manufacture, which is why you can overdose on those ones, and you have to be very cautious about how you use them. But all the others are water-soluble. So uh, thank you so much, Rodney. I think we're going to give you a prize. And then there was another one that we absolutely loved, or certainly that that, uh, that Tanya loved. And uh, this one came from. Oh wait, we have only we only going to give away two prizes. Yeah, I need two, unfortunately. Only two. I'll tell you what, Chaifim will 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 get the third one. All right, okay. we'll get the bull for the third one. So uh, that's from Kareen Tannenbaum. Well done, Kareen. And Corinne's uh, message was, do not drink tea within an hour mm. of having eaten food containing iron, as the tannin in tea interferes with the absorption of iron. Yes, and it also inhibits uh, our ability to absorb vitamin C. Correct. Yes. All right. Thank you so much. Tanya, you made it through an hour, your first oh. time on radio. <laughs> thank well you very much. Done. Well <laughs> done. And uh, thank you so much for your time, and thank you for bringing your expertise. And to you, thank you so much. We're going to get in touch with you, Corrine, Rodney, and Gil, or Jill, 
we're going to get in touch with uh, with you, tell you how you can uh, pick up the, your prizes. Those 500 Rand vouchers to go and spend at this game. You lucky, lucky thing. What a way to start a Monday. Well done, and thank you so much. My name's Kathy Kayla. This has been Diskim Medical Monday. Stay, stay well. God bless, and I'll see you same time, same place next week. Thanks, Diskim.